Hallo! Willkommen, mein Freund. Oh, willkommen, willkommen. Um, welcome to the Holly and Josh Show, ladies and gentlemen. The rebranded version. Oh, yeah, we're all new, prettier now. Transformed out yeah. of our, our pupus stage. I think we look good in. Is monochrome like just black and white? That's, black That's and just black and white. We're, we're triachrome. Everybody, yeah. Uh, duochrome. Um, so, yeah, today we're going to be uh, having a story that Harley's found about Spotify and some other stuff. Uh, so, stick around for the news yes. section. We'll be talking about our musical shenanigans last week together as industry people, um, as well as we ask what's the point of a musical award? It's the top bit that's really sharp. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, the, the sticking with the pointy end. Yeah, that's um, the point. We've also got the uh, we've got the gig list at the end, and we've got some amazing music from Bayfield Booth, Mammoth Penguins, and Jeremy Johnson. So yeah. Anyway, Harley, you know everybody always wants to know all of the things of what did you do? Yeah. Well. <laughs> what you do? Well, 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 well. Tell me. Right, well, so I have spent a lot of time studying um, orchestral th- types of music that have a similar reprise. Oh, that's a surprise. Uh, I thought you were going to say bonobo chimpanzees. Um, well, no. Orchestral bonobo chimpanzees? Orchestral bonobo manoeuvres in the dark. <laughs> um, yep, okay. Yeah, we'll go so, with it. So, yeah, we'll go... We'll, um, uh, there's a particular theme of music that I was particularly listening to in various different styles and different genres. Which was the Elton Towers theme tune? And I just spent the whole Great. week doing. Theme was it then the Hall of the Mountain King? Is that what the, yeah. the is, is it is it was it a piece of music before yes. Elton Towers acquired? It was yes. Ah, Do, well, everyone who doesn't know what it is. Yeah. Um, I added that last bit for um, you know uh, copyright reasons. It's not the same song. Yeah. Definitely not. Um, Edvard Grieg. By yeah. The way. So I, I've had a very I've had a week off, mate. I've had a very good week off. Flipping it. I've not... I I almost did a whole week without doing any musical things of sorts. And that's why you studied Edvard Grieg? Yes, definitely. Wait, no. <laughs> it was? I wasn't really studying it. I was just in the in the queue for various rides. Oh, right, of course. They were, were just play, playing yeah. the music whilst I was queuing for the rides. Yeah, okay, so, okay, good. I'm in the Hall of the Mountain King. I get it. Yep. Shush now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's really cool, actually. Um... I, and this is where I'm going to go slightly into roller coaster nerd. I'm not a roller coaster nerd, but I was with a lot of people who are. Who I are. love roller coasters. Um, and they were going in. It's great because they were dissecting each ride and the safety procedures, how it was built. Mm. Um, we went on the new ride, The Wicker Man, right, um, yeah. which uh, I didn't realize there's been a whole documentary about how the how it was built because it was it's a it's a brand new all wooden roller coaster. Oh, and it is terrifying the fact that you are going at such speed. Right. On a thing that's just wood, really, and it's oh, it's it's crazy. But it was really cool because there was two things I noticed in the queue alone, which were really good. Mm. Firstly, it smelled amazing. A what? So oh, because it's all wood. It, not only yeah, but they've, they 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 sent like smell infusions into the rooms that you're you're queuing in, so it, it smells of like kind of burnt wood, which is not what you want. <laughs> but it is the first roller coaster that incorporates a wooden roller coaster. And fire. There's actual fire going off. It's great. Which is, 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 is nice to know that, you know, you could burn at any moment. But no one did. Yeah, of course. Um, and it was very safe and it was very good fun. But, it was yeah, that was really cool. But the other thing I noticed that they have the, the, the Wicker Man ride has a theme. Mm. Uh, which musical is, theme. Yeah, a musical theme. But then woven into that is... Yeah, woven. I like what you mean. Woven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wicken into that is the... <laughs> <laughs> didn't work. Um... Is the Alton Towers theme tune cool. within that? And I was like, oh, that's really cool that they put that. And they went, the guys I was with, like, they love their roller coasters. And they're like, mm. well, yeah, every single like roller coaster theme has that put into it. So I was, every other ride that I went on, I was listening out for that like, the ah. theme tune to come into it and how they've kind of rebranded the same, same tune to have different with different instruments and different timbres, which I thought That's was really, really interesting. interesting. I'm going to look after that, look out for that next time I go. Yeah, definitely, definitely do. It was, um, yeah, it was a really good week. And that's how I t- kind of try and say, I went on holiday and still made it musical. Yeah. Uh, never have a day off. Um, but it was a really good week. Um, I came back for the weekend and I had no gigs. Ooh. Like, 
nothing at all. Amazing. So um, instead, I decided to um, have a weekend of, of watching some bands. Great. So uh, I uh, Friday, no Saturday night, I went to the Black Horse. Mm. Um, Michelle, the landlady, it was her birthday. Happy birthday, Michelle. Okay. Uh, and as part of that, she had Colorblind Hedgehogs playing. Cool. Which was great. It was good to see Rob. It was good to see uh, everyone sort of... It was absolutely rammed, obviously, when it's, you know, a birthday party that's really busy, but then also a band that pulls a crowd. So it was absolutely rammed in there. Mm. Um, they got me up to play a song, which oh, I was quite brilliant. happy about. I did Rock and Roll by Led Zepp, and I was nice. ready. Uh, I was like, yay, I get to do stuff, even though it's yeah. my day off. So there we go. It felt my ego a little bit. Cool. Just uh, just drip, me, drip fed me a bit of that, which was nice. Yes. Um, and then uh, the uh, the following day on the Sunday, I went to see Stetson's Cool, see Rob again, oh, great. as they were playing at the... Uh, Railway. They did an nice. afternoon set there. I was out at the Forge Kitchen for a meal in the evening. So uh, I thought, go early, go watch some music, go see some great country music, and then yeah. uh, head out. And it was interesting to see, it was really good to see um, Robert Climpson, uh, oh, yes. previously of the Mementos. He's now he's now started playing with, uh, um, not called My Head Drugs, Stetson's Court full time. So, um, oh, great. Which he's a big country fan. So he's really happy to be doing that kind of music regularly. So, yeah, that's cool. You know. And, I mean, that's kind of the most of my musical week. Really? I have to say, I did restring my bass. I did a post about that recently. Okay. Uh, I put some tape-wound strings. So, oh, yes. Um, there are kind of three main st- types of strings. You get round-wound, flat-wound, and then tape-wound, which are flat-wound but nylon-coated rather than metal. Yes. Um, so I put that on one of my basses. Because you had that on your P-bass a while back, didn't you? Yes. It's actually the same set of strings. Cause, ah, okay. Because yeah, they're, they're flat and they're plastic. You, you just wipe them down. You don't really need to... True. replace them they they sound old when which you first bass put did you put them on so I put them on the jazz bass all right it's interesting because the jazz bass is really bright mm-hmm. and i love it but sometimes I, I find myself turning the 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 top end down more more often than i'm turning it up mm. so i'm like well if i'm always like if i'm always doing stuff like that then i maybe need to change the sound so then it's and, yeah it's default is where i want it to be not default is not where i want it to be yeah that's true so i thought let's well, change the strings and it's something i teach people i don't like the sound of my bass try changing your string to, yeah. to other strings because they can make your bass so much brighter they can make it deeper they can make it rounder they can make it more modern sounding or more vintage sounding depending mm. on the strings you use um even on the round wounds you can have steel uh you have nickel and you can get other like compounds as well uh, you can get bronze wound bass strings as well. Yeah, which and elixirs as well, which are coated. Yes, so they keep their brightness a lot longer. The amount of people who go, oh, I don't like my bass, it's not very not very bright. It's like, well, when's the last change of strings? Oh, well, a couple of months ago. It's not long ago. And you're like, yeah, but if you sweat, your strings will dull down. Yeah. So you want to change that before it gets to that point. Yeah. Here I am. I've got my P bass in the van, and it desperately needs, needs a string change. Is it? Yeah. But I just never get around to do it. Yeah. Well, what's, what's your opinion about this whole boiling or baking strings? Um, people who boil them, I've 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 had people who put their strings in the in the dishwasher, and yeah, it makes them a bit better. Um. So yeah, just so people are listening yeah, in, that's sorry. that's that's a thing that people do. There's a lot of the times they'll just sort of coil their strings up from the base and then put them in a pot of boiling water mm. and then just boil them for a little while. And it gets rid of some of like this the finger gunk. It clears out that gunk that kind of dulls the string down. Mm. If you think about a string, is a a string is a piece of wire mm. with another piece of wire wrapped around it, and then you've got all these little gaps where grooves, grease, or you know bits grease of your grooves. finger. Yeah, grease grooves. Grease grooves sounds like a really cool band. <laughs> there we go. If anyone's looking for a band name, Funky John Travolta. Uh, just yeah, just just take that grease grooves. Man. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I've also heard that it weakens the strings as well. Yeah, see, I've never broken a bass string. So Amazing. Because bass strings, like, I think you really have to go some. You have to play very yeah. hard. Um, a friend of ours, uh, Nathan Garrity, he used to break his, uh, his top string, his G, quite a lot. Really? Um, and But he was... Did he play slap style? He, he was play playing a lot or? of slap and he was playing very heavily. Yeah. He's, he's quite a heavy player. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, you've really got to go some to really break a string. But also he's using flat wounds as well, which are a slightly yeah. different compound. So flat wounds and tape wounds. Yeah. Um, what do you think are a, is a good difference between those two? So I find it's a weird one because people... So flat wounds are the ones that are made out of metal and, and yeah. tape wounds are made out of nylon. Yeah. And sound-wise, they're going to be duller. So mm. if you want a sound, a bass that sounds the, kind the of The tape wounds are going to be duller. Yeah. Well, uh, generally the tape wounds and flat wounds, they're going to be duller than a, a round wound okay 
because round wound is what you get with the zinginess and it give you that attack, that more modern sound, flat wound more, sound um, vintage. Sorry, I keep interrupting you, but you, you get more surface area on round wounds as well, yes. don't you? So. Yeah, um, which can make them easier to clean because there's less place. Well, there's sorry, not on round wounds, on flat wounds are easier to clean because you can just wipe them down. Yes, nice and easy. Um, tape wounds because they're nylon, you do get a slight plasticiness. You get a slight more top end because they're looser. Yes, they're they're a lot more slack. Like what we've talked about before, when you have uh, weed whackers on yes. on a double base over. And I've like, also got tape wounds on it now. Right, you got tape wounds on there, mm. so they you're standard, and they're a lot heavier, um, and you have to really work a lot harder with them, especially on a double base where you've yeah getting that slap. Because I mean, it came with um, flat wounds. Yeah, um, and I remember trying to learn, you know, slap base rockabilly slap base from flat flat right. wounds on it <laughs> yeah and it was horrible it was just because there's so much tension in it but then if you as soon as you transfer that material into nylon you've just got a lot more give it's just a lot more slack yeah i struggled to i learned double bass on uh flat wounds metal ones yeah yeah on metal uh, uh, on steel string so i'm i'm more used to that higher tension i would prefer mm. having a lower action with a higher tension right where you can still get that slap sound uh, but they just project a bit better than what the... Uh, you get a better mm. fundamental note. It's just um, you, you don't get as much longevity out of your hands. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, my hands will die very quickly. Um, so, yeah, that's the thing. But, yeah, I really like the tape wounds. They, they give a really nice thuddy low end. Yeah. I've basically looked at my bass. It's a jazz bass. Fender jazz, standard. I went, I want to sound like Joe Dart from Wolfpack. Very nice. So, and I'm like, what's, what's he... I mean, his bass is very different. It's a lot more uh, higher end. It's different woods. It's a much more dense wood, so it's a got a better low end naturally reson- resonantly mm. uh but he also wear he also likes to wear the tape wounds ah. um and i'm like dean town round wounds dean town round well flat wounds <laughs> uh, oh yeah sorry. But, um yeah so he it, yeah and i was like okay let's let's give that a go yeah and i plugged in and i played my bass for an hour solid i loved it um I haven't even plugged it in to see how it sounds plugged in, so I'll give that a try tomorrow. Nice. But I've got a day of day of practice tomorrow, so yeah. Because um, I, I transferred to flat wounds recently, so metal mm. tape wound uh, um, guitar strings because they are much well, they're much more common in in jazz playing and rockabilly playing and blues playing, yeah, um, than in when you would get in rock playing. And that's what I, you know. I sort of grew up as a rock guitarist, mm. um, and I've just you know realized you just get such an authentic tone for those you know for the rockabilly uh, tone, and also I do find I get a lot more longevity yeah. out of my most my, my sixth, fifth, and fourth strings. So my my E, A, and D. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still use like you know normal the the normal kind of strings you would get from a round wound pack because they're not round wound on the yeah. top three strings, so the G, B, and E. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I I've found that you just don't get any string noise as well, so you get that a lot on bass. Yeah. Don't that you? buzzingness and uh, yeah, that zing or. So if you're if you're moving your hands up and down the fretboard, you often get that. Yeah. And it oh, makes my back go sometimes. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Especially if you can, you can hear it on a recording a lot of the time. Like, listen in for when people are like changing between chords, especially mm. if they're power chords in, in rock songs. You can hear this. Yeah. Get flat wounds and you'll Which be right. And it's also a real challenge for acoustic guitar players in the studio because you don't, you want that top end. You don't want to use flat wounds on acoustic guitar. So, um, it, the, uh, songs like where you want that nice and brightness but then you can easily get going between songs like especially when you're micing it up it really amplifies for an acoustic guitar hmm. so um it's a real challenge to learn how to play without having that those slides between absolutely because a lot of people with uh there's a, a dysphonia I believe is the right oh, term. Oh yes, it's, yeah. and that noise can be really uh, uncomfortable for them. Same as like when you hear people eating. And you're like, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Shut up. Anyway, right. Well. So, yeah. You're a tasty dish. Thank you, Harley. Oi. Harley did stuff well done, buddy. I love you. I mean, what? A, ta- uh, a tasty dish? Yeah, yeah, you know. A little, little, little entree. Okay, I have, uh, I have sprinkles on top. Though. So I want, I want to, I want to uh, quickly pivot the mood of the show for a moment because okay. um yeah we've got some serious stuff to, to go into uh, because following a seven-year battle since 2012, with an inoperable brain tumour, uh, the wonderful Matt Bayfield has unfortunately died uh, on Wednesday. He was only 48. Only 48. Mm. Um, 
he was a wonderful bloke. We've gigged with him before. Um, yeah. We've seen him play. He's come to see us play. He's been a great supporter of local music for a long time. Mm. Um, he continued to pursue his career of local music and uh, raise money for the brain tumor charity. Um, what you know during his 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 period of, of of knowing that he had a brain tumor, which he called Brian. Did he, he yeah. did he he sort of he kind of uh, tried to sort of make it less threatening by giving it a name. So Brian and it, you know Brain Brian. Saying, oh, that makes I, sense. I think, okay. I think yeah. So I think that was really smart, and I think that's uh, it. Just shows his character. I think it was really great. He was always very much uh, in in the higher spirits of it. He was. You know, there I were. I, I would we'd see him. He'd he'd go to so many events when he could, mm. um, and when he when he was well, and always be in high high spirits, and was always never had a problem talking about you know his, his everything his conditions. that he was going through mm. um and was very vocal about sort of keeping people updated on on his personal facebook as well True. um he was wheelchair bound for a lot of it but still yeah. made his way around um you know he was uh doing his his walk and talk things which was which was raising money for uh brain tumor charities and it raised thousands of pounds um mm. and uh, it, it started off as like a way to lose weight but it, it skyrocketed from a group of like 16 people to like 500 people wow. that were walking with him. It was amazing. So he was awarded uh, the Unsung Hero of the Year at the 2017 Stars of Suffolk Awards. Yeah. Uh, well award, uh, you know, well well met. Um, and uh, Eric Sedge from the Broadside Boys. So I've played with the Broadside Boys for on BBC Suffolk before. And yeah, great guys. Um, he said, um, Matt carried knowledge of his medical condition with tremendous courage and dignity. Um, he was determined not to allow illness to detract from his performance or curb his ambitions. And I, I, I think, uh, you know, his legacy is a lesson. Um, it's yeah. to say that you may be going through something, but don't let it don't let it sort of dash your dreams. Don't let it stop you from doing what you love doing because it didn't stop Matt. Not at all. He not was diagnosed all. as terminal this year in July as he released his new out al- new album with uh, Bayfield and Booth. Mm-hmm. Um, including his his wonderful wife, who was married to him this year in January, called Kelly. Um, we just want to say lots of love, yeah, to yeah. his family and Kelly. Um, his new album, uh, Bayfield and Booth, released in July, um, is available on Spotify and Bandcamp and all these different places. Um, I got mine on Amazon. Um, I would just yeah really recommend getting it and just listening into it. There are so many messages on that album, which just sort of make you think. Yeah. Okay, Live for the Day. Definitely. There is a song called Live for the Day, uh, but I wanted to play something a little bit upbeat uh, from that album as a, as a nice sort of memento. So, yeah, R.I.P. Matt, you're a great bloke. That was the wonderful Bayfield Booth with Then It Goes. Uh, that is available on all great places you can find music. And uh, yeah, R. His R. legacy Matt. will live on. Yes, indeed it will. Certainly. So yeah, um, oh, I should probably, you know, talk about things like I did. What did I do? Oh, um, so uh, I was on a BBC Belongings show uh, on Monday with the wonderful Anjay and Angel and Cad Taylor. Amazing. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it was nice. It was just talking about local community music projects. Uh, I was there with Bernadette Manners from the Reggae Choir. Oh. Uh, Ipswich Reggae Choir, great. If you, if, if, and they, they're looking for people to get involved as well. Nice. Um, so if you just like your reggae, like your Toots and the Maytals and, uh, and, your, and your rock steady stuff, uh, yeah. you know, um, you can get involved with them and have a, have a bit of a sing song. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a show dedicated just to talk about um, how music can affect people in the community. And we were talking about all-star rock school. Mm. Um, and yeah, so we had all-star rock schools last Monday, didn't we, Harley? We did indeed. It was the first one. It was our sort of maiden voyage on it. Yeah. It was quite strange going back in there after not being there for a long time. Yeah. Um, into the meeting place on Ellensport. But yeah, there, we've still got some spaces left if you've got some kids that want to uh, be involved with uh, all-star rock school and seniors as well. So yeah. from sort of uh, 6 to 11 and then... Or six to ten, and then eleven to eighteen. Something like those, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, we've got some spaces. Uh, it, was a re- it was really nice to to see a lot of the kids back. Yeah. After you know not seeing them for ages, and 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 sort of seeing how they've improved, and yeah, there were a, a couple new ones as well, which you know, so seeing some that were super talent, you know, not talented, um, but yeah, well talented, but also kind of you know 
confident confident yeah that's yeah. the word and they were just sort of like i'm gonna go up and just gonna play with the band straight away but there was another another young chap who was like i'm not sure about this no he would he was the, he was the best out of my group but he was like i'm not playing i'm not playing i'm not gonna play right, uh, so yeah. i kept on sort of just saying what about this song what about now and he'd be like no and then we were gonna do seven nation army and then i was like what about that one do you know this one yeah i know this one gets up and does the solo as well and he oh, was just yeah. proper took it and i was i was really proud of him um because he was quite a quiet lad um and and it, and it he showed his colors yeah. just by getting up on stage so that is the beauty of this this club so if you want to be involved with it um go to all star rock school, rock school on our facebook page yeah, yeah. um so i went uh, immediately after that i ran off down to the BBC to talk to Angel and Cad about the project. And that's still available on the BBC Sounds app if you want to hear us talking about that. Um, and if you want a bit more information on what's going on in your musical community. Um, and that happens every Monday night. So, yeah. Um, well, it happens tonight as well. Yeah. I don't quite well. know what they're talking about tonight anyway. Anyway, the rest of my week, I'm going to do a brief ting on this one. Uh, I got some camera gear for my birthday. Oh, yeah. I was so, so grateful to my family. They all pitched in to help me get some camera gear so I can start videoing things. Mm. And what I really want to video, and I've wanted to do it for ages, is uh, small snippets of guitar lessons. So uh, uh, some of you guys listening in might have, might have realized this, but when you go on YouTube and you're trying to find a specific technique or a specific idea on your instrument so you'll look at look for that the title of the video you'll find will be you know how to play modes in a melodic way yeah and then it will be a 15 minute video of somebody waffling on about how great their channel is how great their patreons are um they'll just waffle and waffle and waffle for ages and you'll get one minute where you'll just be like oh okay that's why um and then the rest of it will just be fluff Yes. So I really, and I think I know what it is. It's because they're trying to get over the 10 minute mark of, so they can monetize it or, you know, it just helps with the algorithm and stuff. Yeah. But I'm not that bothered about it. I just want to put up one minute masterclasses, one minute masterclass on a specific subject. Just get all this stuff in there, cram it in. And then it's a YouTube video. They can slow it down. They can rewind it. They can rewatch it and they can, find something in there that they're like okay well let's look into that a little bit more deeply and they can go somewhere else you know a very good point actually that's like there are so many uh like instructional videos or people sent like who make their own dvds i keep hitting the mic today i don't know (laughs) it's so angry ah um where they'll go so you play it like this and just one more time i'm just going to play you and you don't need to do that because it's youtube if you didn't get it watch it back yeah you know, that's, rewind. Yeah. You get the little double tap thing where you get back to 10 seconds or whatever. It's rewind time. So, yeah, I've been spending a lot of the week sort of planning the curriculum for it. I want to use it as a substitute to, not substitute, um, subsidy to my lessons that I'm teaching privately and stuff. Right. So I can say to my students, okay, if you didn't quite get that, go on my YouTube channel. It will be there. So if you're a bit confused, just keep your eye on that page and there'll be different stuff that you can go back over. And then when you come to a lesson, if you found another video that you're interested mm. in, then we can go into it in more depth. But yep. for now, just because I mean, if people want something in depth, they'll read about it or yeah. they'll go online and they'll go through a, an article and, and then they'll or, or look on some tabs or something like that. Read book. It. Yeah. yeah. On on YouTube, it's limited because you've, it's just sort of show and tell. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's like you're having a lesson with somebody who's not actually listening to you <laughs> Yeah. because they're just talking at you. And if you want, you have a question you want to ask then you leave it in the comments, but, you know, you can't just ask in, in the moment real time. So I'm like, well, you know, I can't actually compete with that. So I won't bother with trying to sort of be a, a substitute for it. Just get to the point. Yeah. So, yeah, that's anyway, great. that's going to be with it. I think I'm going to call it Minute Masterclass. I like that. Um, if anybody can think of a better name, though, let me know that's- in the comments below. Oh, hey, he's a poet and he didn't realise. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we've been working around with that. Um, got some lights and, and, and uh, a green screen right, okay, uh, cool. with, uh, you know, with Rainer's guidance, the man himself. So, yeah, I was, uh, thanks, thanks, family, for the help. Um, I was at the railway on Friday with yep. JS and the Buccaneers. Arr, arr. Yeah, that was were. a bit more like an angry cat. I'm sorry. I'm wow. supposed to be a pirate. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, um, I, I, uh, I was given a wonderful chest by a, a wonderful man uh, a while back uh, by the name of Mr. Carly Hotton. Um, I've never heard of him. But it was, it was an old props chest that somebody was yes. throwing out, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, you're like, I think I know somebody that might need a chest. 
Um, yeah. And so you gave it to me, and I had to get all the branding off it, and it was it was great. It was just like because it's it's got wheels. It's bigger than the chest I was using before. Right. I've just sort of got I've got a speaker inside that that I've now a much bigger speaker. Oh, great! So you. Up. So I can yeah. So I got my foot stomper. So it sounds like a bass drum now. And, right. And oh, I can amazing. fit all my mandolin, my ukulele, all my props. And my um and my change of clothes, my pirate clothes. Oh, in so there. everything's all in one box. Absolutely. So all I have to do is just get that out of the van. And it's on wheels. And it's on wheels. And it's the best loading ever. So yeah, thanks for that, boy. No worries. I'm glad it works. Yeah, it really does. It's, it's nice and uh, knocked about a bit as it well, is isn't as well. it? So, so it does look old. And I gave it. it I, I hacked at it with a spade as well to make it look like it had been spade. hit by a cutlass. Did you hit it on the top of the spade, like as if you've been burying, like? No. Oh, oh we'll do that though. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, then that was playing with the Iron Boot Scrapers. We played them on last week's show, so check that out. Or you can check out our brand new updated Spotify playlist. Ours have been update, updated. Oh, it has. So there's been loads of new tracks added to that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Iron Boot Scrapers are on there. Just crazy Edwardian rock with a sousaphone. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, they did a great job. It was nice. It was a nice pairing, actually. Thanks, Steve, for putting that on. Mr. Stephen Preston from the Railway. Great. They've, they've got a lot of good music coming up. Yeah. So yeah, check out their page. Um, the next night, we were at the Steamboat. We've not played the Steamboat for two years. Wow, it's been that long. It's been that long because they, they and they, we were, I was talking to Andy Barlow about it, the uh, the manager. Yeah. And he uh, and he was talking about it um, about the, all the renovations they've done. And mm. it looks incredible. In Is it there. the first time you've been in there since the first time since I've been changed the Yeah, it. it's great. So there's so much more space, um, and yeah. So we were playing to a very nice crowd um, uh, that was nice and packed, and some people that we haven't seen for for a long time. Then the next day, we did another Buccaneers show at the Black Boy in Sudbury. Yep, not played there before. Um, I think it was it was it was named after Richard the Third. I was like, is this a racial thing? And it's not. Okay. Thankfully, because uh, we were like, mm, not sure if we want to play here if it's a racial thing. But it wasn't. It was about Richard the Third, and there were a lot of places around the UK named the Black Boy, and apparently after the same yes. from the same story. Yes, or? exactly. Because right. apparently he was just looked like a very is uh, a dark haired child and looked a bit dark in his kind of looks. If that makes sense, like he would give you a dark look. Oh, okay, okay. So we call him the black boy. Right. Um, so, yeah. Um, anyway, um, yeah, so we played there, had lots of random people that never had even heard of us, didn't even know we were going on, and they were singing along by the end of the day. So it was amazing. Good. And I had a parrot hat on, so I, I couldn't, not parrot hat. I just had a parrot for a hat. Parrot for a hat? Just pooped all over my face. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, anyway, that was that. Um, I had a great weekend. Nice little busy thing, and by the end of it, I was just like, I'm collapsing now. <laughs> yes. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. So um, I'd like to try out some new music that is playing this weekend, thank courtesy of Matt Catling from nice. IO Radio. Um, Freak Burb Nation are putting these guys on this weekend. Stick around for the gig list to find out where. This is Mammoth Penguins. It's terrifying. That just sounds massive. With Quit My Job. market cap value has fallen by 15 billion dollars in 14 months is declining arpu freaking investors as much as record companies news nice good good little good little voice um by the way that was quit my good little voice thank you good little voice you got it was nice that was quit my job by mammoth penguins um they're from cambridgeshire they're coming down this weekend stick around for the gig list to find out so harley what is this news so this is this grabbed me right so spotify's market consent or um spotify's market cap value has fallen by 15 billion that's mental in 14 months that's that is quite a lot i mean they're still worth about they're still their value is still up at 20 billion i believe Crikey. so i mean they've lost a lot but i mean yeah. they're still worth a lot and they're still very much a household name so i don't mm. think you're going to go see them going under anytime soon mm. however 
their business model essentially has um, kind of taken a, a... A bit of a t- south, southern turn. Yeah, due, due to kind of the way that they've, they've set up. So a an anonymous um, music industry professional has said this point, and right. we, which it says, here's what I don't get. Why do they expect our music costs next... Uh, uh, why do they expect our music to cost next to nothing in emerging markets? But when I go to India, a BMW still costs the same as a BMW everywhere else. Okay, yeah. So basically there are like there are loads of streaming services that are now launching uh, in other countries where they weren't existent. So mm-hmm. um, just to name a few places, so like Brazil, uh, Russia, and a few other countries. India. That, India, another mm. place that doesn't yet have that... Um, the, the infrastructure or so much or doesn't have that, mm. that kind of industry yet. Yeah. So there are companies who are then launching these, uh, launching their services. However, uh, so they, let's say where it says here, tech giants like Amazon, Google and Spotify are launching their products uh, in other countries. Mm. However, unlike Spotify, these other companies have physical products to sell with them uh. like Alexa, Google Home, uh, so uh, what's the physical. Apple version? Oh, it's a good question. Apple TV? Apple, Apple Home or yeah. what? Yeah. Um, oh, it's just Siri, isn't it? Home, oh, Siri yeah, Home. True, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was trying to think of that all morning. I, I mean, yeah. I could have Googled it, but... Yeah. Hey, Siri, what what are you called? <laughs> <laughs> what do you call yourself? Okay, my phone's just come <laughs> up. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, um, yeah. The, the thing with their finding, however, is the prices in these countries... The, the hardware, so the, the Google Homes, the mm-hmm. Siri Homes, whatever you want to call them, they're increasing in price. However, the subscription for streaming services such as uh, Amazon oh. Music, Google uh, Music, yeah. I, Apple Music, Pandora, they're, just, yeah, they're, they're reducing their prices quite substantially. Right. So what they to get there in the ground floor. Yeah. So what what musicians are saying that, or what music professionals are saying that, like the value of the music is lower. Right in different countries, whereas the product that they're they're streaming it, like the product that they're playing yeah. it off, is going up in value. Mm. Um, and this is it's wonky business model. Yeah, especially for companies like Spotify that don't have hardware to sell. Right. Okay. Yeah. So other like investors who are investing in these kind of markets are going, look, what you're selling isn't going to be as much worth as much over there, but what this other guy who's selling the same thing will sell something with it that's higher profit. Yeah. So that's to make up for that kind of loss in profit. Yeah, and I, I think from what what this article is saying is that's where the the the, the fall in market value for Spotify is mm. is that they are purely a uh, software based company, right. and software is only ba- only worth what the what the market industry is yeah, in the, the country where it's, as well. Yeah, because if say if Amazon, Google, and Apple were then like slashing their prices for their streaming services in in I say Russia. Yeah, no one's going to pay extra for Spotify that gives them the same thing. Right. Yeah. Especially if it doesn't have the home, the button that lets them listen to it at home in the kitchen yeah, without exactly. having to set up their phone and, and listen to them while they poop. Yes. So yeah, that's that's the thing. Um, just for some numbers, it gets a bit complicated because we're talking different uh, currencies. So it gets it does get a little bit weird and wonderful. So um, so the Google Home speaker, if anyone who's who knows what that is? It's basically mm. a thing you talk to. It woke me up this morning, uh, mm. set an alarm, and played some lovely tuneful music, and then with consent, yeah. told me what the weather was going to be like with consent. Yeah, good. Um, like wake up, wake up. Oh, I, this is how Skynet happens. Maybe I should change my alarm noise just going. Ah! <laughs> just to, yeah, that, I mean, that'll wake you up, especially yeah. spe- especially as my girl home's in the other yeah, room. Like, Mum, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, haha, got you. <laughs> <laughs> I am so funny. Ha, ha. Um, I love the fact that my robot voice is less human than the robot's human voice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's worrying. Yeah. So, um. So the Google Home speaker, which is priced at forty nine to ninety nine dollars in the US, there are different versions of it. Right. So, um, uh, in India, uh, is costing will cost around say four nine 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 INR to nine 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 INR, which essentially uh, translate to seventy to one hundred forty one dollars. Right. So that's okay. an increase of quick maths forty yeah. percent. Yeah, something like that. There we go. I'm good at maths. Quick maths. How- Ever, 
the like uh, in the same country, the YouTube music subscription that costs uh, costs ninety nine um, rupees, mm-hmm, right. which is one dollar forty a month. Whereas over here, uh, or the premium service one eighty two, which over here the music subscription is eleven ninety nine a month. Mm-hmm. So that's like ninety percent. Crikey, yeah. When you put it in that regard, so that's that's the kind of margins we're talking. Mm. Is that the hardware's going up in price, and the the software's going down in price? But that's the software is what's paying the musicians. So after a while, I mean, these countries are going to get quite annoyed because they're. they're I mean, I remember when we first started out having Spotify. Yeah, you had the freemium thing where it was free to premium, so you, you'd, yeah. you'd have it for free, and then after a while, you'd start paying for it. But I remember, you know, Spotify starting off for about five, uh, four to five pounds. Actually, I think I remember it being about three quid when I was in yep. university um, to start off with. And now it's 10 quid a month. Something yeah, like this. I got my Spotify bill through this morning and it said fourteen ninety nine. Right. Which is the family subscription, which I didn't sign up to. Exactly. Um, and uh, I was speaking to someone the other day who had the same thing. So I'm there might be a new a new breaking news some original research article about yeah. Spotify being naughty Very next naughty. week, but we'll find out. Yeah. I don't. This is. I'm not going to say this is exactly what's happening because it might not be, and then <laughs> exactly. I don't want to be like. Harley goes undercover, but we will see. Under cotton, under our cotton. new section. <laughs> <laughs> under cotton. Yeah, yeah. I suppose if it covers are made of cotton. <laughs> eh? Very nice. There we go. I'll make it out of you. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So yeah, I don't know. It's it, it's it's kind of a bit. Um, Sort of expecting that there's going to be some of these places uh, are going to be charging a lot more than than you know India is going to be expecting you know yeah. so you know you'll start off with you know one dollar forty or something like that a month and then it'll go up to ten dollars and unless the economy of that country is actually rising as Able rapidly as they expect it. it it's going to be I mean there's no point in this whole endeavor is there no and one would hope from the musician's point of view that the price would go up but also that it is relative and it is affordable mm. for the people who have it. Yeah, and so they don't start still them making these countries sit there and think, that's all right, what music isn't worth that much anyway. So then then it will start to sort of change a, a social change down there. Yeah, and that's yeah. the hard thing with music. It doesn't have a production cost. Mm-hmm. Well, it has a production cost. Yeah. Ask anyone who runs a studio. Mm. But um, like, say, a phone, right. they make money out of that and it costs them so much to make it and it costs them so much to research and make it in that way. Mm. And it has that value because that's what it costs to make and then make a profit. Whereas music, it's hard to put that number on it because it's so much, you know, it, uh, some people it might take them months to write a song and others it might take them about 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, so it is very much what what are people, aware, how aware are people, aware, how aware are people of Music's its value. value, yes, of course. Um, and we, yeah, we've talked about that on the show before as well. Yeah. Uh, if you look back through our episode list, we did talk about how much is music worth. Uh, and it's a really interesting discussion, so you might want to take that out. And it is all available to download. If you go onto our Facebook page, there's all loads of tar- places where we, where you can be download where you can download the podcast from. Exactly. So. You've got Google Podcasts and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, anyway, let's get on to our next section, shall we, Harley? Ooh. Let's. Thing I thing report back this morning. Jingle. Jingle. Oh, uh, so... Harley, 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 Harley. Yes. Um, what is the point of a music award? That's a very good question. Thank you. It's, I mean, I've got a, a series of questions I want to ask you just okay. to see what I see. See what the point is. Okay. Should we, are you going to ask me lots of points? Yes. Okay. Or shall I answer that one right now? Or because I don't think I can. I, I think, think I, we'll come do, back to that one. Well, that's an overarching question, right. and this I'm one ready. is so quick fire. What do you think would have happened if your favourite? unsigned artist had won an award so think about your favorite unsigned artist yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay right and so their career right now think maybe if they won a mercury prize or something like this or a brit award or a grammy what do you think would have actually happened to their career i think it would like uh, an award of that level would have jet propelled their their mm-hmm. their status i think right to a household name no doubt but I mean, what? So, how much does it change somebody who is completely signed and you know is super uh, famous already? Probably not so. Nowhere near as much. Right. It's they're already it. They're already quite at the near the top of their game. Yeah. The game may change, so they change elsewhere. But at the, at the point, I think once, yeah, once you're right, well known, it's just confirmation that yeah, you are as good. It's a pat on the back, isn't it? Yeah. Um. What about what do you think it counts towards? Uh your trophy shelf. Um, yeah, exactly. There we go. I, yeah, that's a very like, shiny things. 
it's all yeah it's Chinese magpieing it's yeah it's it's confirmation uh, or I mean musicians are always looking for that com- confirmation yeah. that what they're doing we're is right we're an insecure right. bunch aren't we oh yes so I guess that is a thing um what the thing is like who do you think decides to get like who gets the award does it, it varies for different awards isn't right. it right I mean, some people some of them are people's votes which not always and then some of them are done by committee mm-hmm. and both have merits for being more meritocracy yeah. meritocratic that's the word yeah than others but so it's interesting to see how might they may vary yeah i mean because that's the thing it's like it's who decides to get it is it like it's not a democratic thing and we'll get to that point hmm. um what do you think it means to the artist I think it means more to the artist than it does to other people, perhaps. Yeah. Um, you know. So you think to the to the artist more than the audience? Yeah, mm. yeah. And let I mean, I've had it before where I bands that I've really supported have won awards, or you know, have. I think to be honest, can like, you can you think of one? I mean, that's not me trying to put you on the spot. Yeah. But like, so we were talking about uh, Elbow the other day. Right. Uh, they won the Mercury Prize in 2000 and something. Right. I didn't do that much research. <laughs> um, and we were saying that they were really good for the fact that it didn't change them as a band. Right. They were always an indie band. They were kind of, they were known, um, but they weren't necessarily uh, like a household name right. quite as much as they are. Nowadays, and it's, yeah. I, again, looking back, I hadn't heard of them until they won the Mercury Prize. Right, I think I'm the same. Um, that's when they re-released um, one of their songs. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, uh, Grounds for Divorce? Yes. Yeah. That's the one. Um, and that really that really hit off. Yeah. Uh, but we were saying how good it was that they weren't changed by that. They're a very art, art-based art band, mm. and they really um, pushed that. And I think that was really good that they've kind of... that was that, That's one band I think really deserved that prize. What Like, what do you think really happens to somebody if they don't win an award if they're nominated for something and they don't get it do you think it damages their career i don't think it damages a career like as people always say to be um uh, adam savage from uh mythbusters he said he's lost the emmys 12 times <laughs> but to be nominated is great because it means at least you're you're good enough to be considered with the winners okay See, that's the thing, because I don't think sometimes it is a good enough thing. It's just known enough. Mm. But anyway, so I, I was trying to think, are there too many awards? Because you've got the MTV Awards, you've got the American Music Awards, you've got the you know uh, the Grammys, the Brit Awards, yeah. all these different things. Um, shouldn't there just be one award? I think, I think the people who make the awards, like say the MTV Music Awards, they're a big player in saying what music is good. Yeah, they. I think they would want to have that award to be able to tell other people what they think is the the best music mm. of the year or whatever. Yeah. Not what's good right now, but looking back, these guys really did well. Mm. Uh, whereas if if you were to have one award, they wouldn't necessarily have that have that ability to go. This is what we think is what is what you guys should be listening to right. or whatever. I think it's also you know a positive for the awards is the fact of like it's like a kind of Michelin star kind of thing you get for restaurants or you know because I mean you look on Facebook and you can you know rate pages so yeah. that's a really great thing that you can do for bands by the way is just to go on their page and give them a rating preferably five stars yeah, but it, it does matter where those ratings come from because if they're from a fan uh, or if they're from you know or from a critic you start to sort of trust the critics. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about this a little while back about critics as well. We were, yeah. And why do we trust them? Um, but it's that thing of, you know, if, if it comes from somebody that you feel is educated in it, then it means more. So I guess the awards are a way of doing that, aren't they? Yeah. Um, does any, everybody who could or should have an award get one, do you think? I think that's completely depend on who does get awards. Yeah. You know, um, and it depends on the the morals, I guess, of the of a. Hold show. on a second. Hold on a second. I'm I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> but I think the music awards. Here's a question for you then. All right. So so if you got nominated for an award, right? Say I don't know. Uh, um, uh, let's say be a Kenny award. Uh, say Suffolk introduced. So let's, right. let's let's keep it the lo- Darwin award. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one wants to be nominated for that. Um. Yeah, so you were nominated for like a BBC Introducing uh, Band of the Year or whatever. Right. And you didn't win. Right. Would you rather not know that you were nominated? Yeah. 
you'd rather be either one or nothing to do with yeah, it. Yeah, because I, I feel like I'd be a petty person. <laughs> no, yeah. But I don't know. I, I, no, I, wouldn't. I wouldn't be sitting there going around and going, nah, it doesn't mean anything anyway. But I think it would, it would make me go, oh, what's the point then? Yeah. I think that, you know, there's, there's a lot would of artists not, that it would, would damage not, them. Yeah. Would you not feel happy that you were just put amongst the, the top five? Um to be a finalist in yes. it, you know, something like that. I see that. what you mean. I see what you mean. But yeah, it's, it's the whole, it's not the winning, it's the taking part kind of thing. Mm. But sometimes it's kind of like dangling something in front of, some, in front of somebody's face and they're going, no, ha, not for you. Um, <laughs> do you think like there's a Lifetime Achievement Awards and stuff like that? Do you think there are a way to erase past mistakes of maybe, you know, l- overlooking an artist? Um, Because there's like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame where right, people get yeah. added in and you're just like, yeah, but you didn't appreciate them back then. Why are you... I mean, they're dead now. Right, yeah. <laughs> sort of like post, post-humus. Post-humus, that kind of stuff. Those I think they're always really good. And um, I, I think it's good to, yeah, to, I think it's big of, a, of, a, of a, any kind of body to go, we didn't appreciate this person enough right. when they were alive that we really should make people known of them now. Mm. You know, um, And there are a lot of artists that don't get that recognition that should. Because I want, I want to sort of like ask this to the audience, actually. It's like, you know, has the fact that somebody's won an award affected your buying habits? Have you bought an album because it's, it's won an award or because it was, you know, nominated for something? I mean, my thoughts on this was just like, music taste is, is subjective. It's yeah. personal, it's irrational, it's indefensible. Yeah. And it's fickle. I mean, so you may say there's somebody, why is Tool your favourite band or something like that? And you'll just be like, oh, because they're great. But then you can just sit there and go, well, no, they're not. Yeah. And it's, yeah. you know, in whatever you try and defend them with, somebody can sit there and say, ah, I disagree. Yeah. I mean, to me, your music taste is not a democracy. It's not voted on. It's yours. Yeah. It's not a meritocracy. You don't no. sit there listen to something because they've just done such amazing things or... Um, or because they're just really talented. A lot of the time, you can listen to somebody that's just awful, but like at what they do, mm. but it sounds good. I, I openly will say I listen to this band. They're a terrible band, but I love it. Yeah, you know, even if the music should be terrible, it just yeah. just it brings something in me. Exactly. It's, it's not logical. And a lot of the time, I follow the awards. Sometimes it feels like an oligarchy. There are very rich people involved in these things yeah. that will just buy onto certain things, or they will use their monetary influence. To, to say to people, nah, you like this. And people say, okay, give me the cash monies and we will give it an award. Yeah, I, and I think that's a real thing that does happen yes. way too much. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so what do you guys think? Let us know in the comments below um, until we get to this point here in the show. Giggly. It's Giggly's time, ladies and gentlemen. Harley, well, first one is this Thursday, the 10th of October. Uh, we've got Jeremy Johnson is live at the Smokehouse from 7 o'clock. Uh, we're going to finish off the show with one of his tunes. Amazing. We have also Mammoth Penguins, who we've already played. Uh, Huge. They are playing with Burning House. And is it Suds or is it S-U-D-S? Bit of both. Bit of both. Uh, they were playing at the Smokehouse what on day? the 11th. Friday. That's Friday, that is. So that is at 7.30. <laughs> I um, read that weird. Sorry. The Salutation... This Friday, the 11th of October, is hosting Ooh. an amazing trio called Oddball and the Shifty Twins. Yeah. Which one's Oddball this week, Harley? Well, you'll have to come along and find out. <laughs> okay, so Harley's there at the Salutation this Friday. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we're... I'm, You're starting at nine, it says here. Yes, yep. Um, I think they've got an 11 o'clock finish. I will find out a bit more details because I'll <laughs> chat with them today. Yeah. Um, great. So, we also have Firewild, Firewild mm-hmm. at the county at Suffolk. Uh, that is also this Friday at the county... On, on the 11th of October. Yeah, that's a great name to say in Suffolk accent. Firewild. <laughs> that's an 8.30 start on that one. That one. Uh, so get along to that. Yeah, we've got Reb Kappa are playing this Friday. Uh, Reb Kappa and band. Um, so uh, that is at the Angel in Woodbridge at Friday at 8.30. Amazing. Sweet. We also, we have also Darren's birthday bash. I'm assuming by the lineup and the fact that it's the Premier Pool Club we're talking about. Darren's Full on metal. metal. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, Dead Soul. So, Chemical, Killer Corp, ATO, and more. Including our good friend Heidi C, who's doing piano covers. Amazing. Of metal songs, including like Toxicity, by of Down, or Aerials, and you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Slipknot tracks, but... Get along, see how you have loads of stuff on YouTube and on Facebook as well. So, That's yeah. Saturday from 7. Um, yeah. On uh, Saturday, also, we've got Cascade, Basement Club, and support at the Smokehouse in Ipswich. That's Saturday at 7 o'clock. Nice. We also have the Midnight Road uh, 
return to the Black Tiles. Uh, they have got a brand new singer ah, called David ah, David Farrow. Nice. And he is the father of one of my students from Rendlesham. Amazing. Um, so, yeah, Archie's dad, David. Good luck, mate. First gig with him. Yes, that's Saturday, yeah. Saturday at the Black Tiles in Marlsham. Great. Um, on Saturday, we've got our mate. Hey, our mate, Joe old, G. Good old Joe. He's live at the Castle Inn in Framlingham. That's Saturday at nine o'clock. Great. And we have a Sunday gig, on, which is the Sunday... Uh, I can't words... Three Wise Monkeys sun, live Sunday sessions. We have Poppy Scarlet. That's there the Three Wise Monkeys in Ipswich. In Ipswich, out. Yes, uh, from six from o'clock. Six o'clock. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and also our good mate Rich, yeah. uh, Rich Webb is playing the next three Sundays at Gresham's during the day while people are eating. He's he's going to be playing piano and and yeah, just being ambiance. Amazing. So yeah, good luck, Rich. Um, yeah, that's our show for this week. Yeah. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Um, well, should we have a quick readout? Of these amazing, oh, there were some brilliant ones. Tribute band names that we had cool. uh, on our show from last week. I'm going to do our Instagram. Do you want to do our Facebook? Yes, yeah. I'll do the Facebook. So our our thing was, uh, what's your best tribute band name? Uh, my my contribution was Dragon False. So it was in like Dragon Force, but instead it's Dragon False. And we also I, I came up with Less Than Fake instead of Less Than Jake. Great. But I mean, uh, there was. Um, Oh, crikey, there's so many. There's so many. Um, what was it? Um, I like Graham Tonic's one, Earth, Wind, Fire and Theft. Oh, that's cool. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, insurance one. What was the one that um, that, that um, Tubbs came up with? Because um, he, uh, like, um, Elliot, Elliot put that one up. Uh, Metallic Can't by Harry Isaac Presley. Good old bean. Um, <laughs> oh, what else? Nirvana by Graham. That's a good one. Great. I like that. Uh, I'm trying to find oh, the Yeah, we've got to find these. The Fotorious B.I.G. by right. Elliot Stubbings. That's a good one. There was one that uh, was Earth Wind for Hire as well. Earth Wind for Hire. Which is... That was... Uh, anything you can make it like, yeah, anything you can make that looks like the same, like, we're a band and you're going to hire us. Yeah. That, that kind of thing. That's great. Uh, and also the Pretend Pretenders. Ah, yes. By Harry Isaac Presley. Uh, Lloyd came up with so many here. Oh, yeah. Um, what was it? Megadep. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Two Direction. Slip Not. Ah, that's good, yeah. Um, and the Stereophonics. Uh, or the Stereophonies. <laughs> Ro- um, uh, Robert Horn said Bjorn again. That's good. I, I, I think I'm going to have to give this to Lloyd because there are oh. so many good. Pantura. That's good. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, like a sequel. Uh, B Dell instead of A Dell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Sting and the Foley's Elmley instead of Cream. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, so yeah, thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. We yeah. will see you again next week. Uh, the podcast is going to be available on Thursdays. Please check it out and just give us a like and a thumbs up and just let us know what you want to talk about each week, eh? Yeah, please do. Oh, enjoy. This is Predictable by Jeremy Johnson. Enjoy. Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>